now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the Week 4 Recap, Week 5 Preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I am your Commissioner Dean. As always, joined by my color commentator, Paulie. How are you doing, Paulie? I'm good. I'm trying to stave off the um, annual flu epidemic. Um, The sniffles have started. The seasons are changing, so I am doing my elixir of orange juice, grape juice, and uh, ginger ale. That sounds like it would go wonderful with a little bit of gin. It goes wonderful with a little bit of anything. You know, I am astounded, as you mentioned, the season's changing and the leaves falling. We are a third of the way through regular season, basically. A quarter of the way through the NFL's regular season, but a third of the way through our FFL regular season. So, uh, week four, I think, is kind of a big week. It's it's where you're, if you're below 500, you're trying to square up to 2-2. Two and two. Anyone who can get themselves to 4-0 and really has a great shot at a playoff spot. So, I think this was a pretty big week. We'll jump right into it. What are you saying about the teams that are defeated? We will get to your team. <laughs> Why don't we get to your team first? Yeah, we can uh, start there. Mentioning 0-4 and 4-0, and Scott's Cruisers cruised to 4-0 with a 151.7 to 78.5 victory over your now 0-4 Music Marauders. Yeah, my, my wonderful Music Marauders were my number one running back and my number one wide receiver are now on the IR. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, injured reserve doesn't get you any points in fantasy. Um, we said before the game that uh, Hogan at wideout gets catches and uh, that Bill Belichick makes sure that former players score on their former team. Nope. Uh, we said that Matt Ryan would be a beast. Yup. Uh, we said Odell Beckham Jr. was a child and needed to grow up. Yeah, all well, that kind of continued. Um, yeah. We said that the Bills defense, I said that the Bills defense would be really good. And uh, holy cow. Yes, they were. And um, I believe that you said that Gordon would score near 30 points. And I'm looking at the team and uh, he got 25.9. So very good prognostication for you. Um, We both picked Scott's Cruisers to win. So we both got that right. All right, moving on to my Metroville heroes taking on the Fran Dogs with a 109 to 57 victory. Yeah, right off the bat. um, I think we were both trying to be a little kind because, you know, we like the Fran Dogs. We like Andrew. Andrew, you're good people. Your team's not very good. (laughs) No, he's struggling. He's, he's had some injuries. He keeps having a hard time putting together a, a full lineup, and it happened again this week. Yeah, it doesn't help when the Jets' defense gets you one point. Um, your your lineup was actually pretty good. Um, the one guy that I said would absolutely make a difference in Fleener, uh, three receptions for 19 yards, it, nothing there. So, yay, the, me being awesome. <laughs> uh, we said that Eli Manning would not be a factor. He wasn't. Um, we said that Marshall really wouldn't be a factor. That was actually incorrect. Uh, four no, four receptions, nearly 90 yards, and a touchdown. That's a really good fantasy day. Uh, the eight, We said that Arizona would bounce back. Um, not really, although eight is a respectable number for a defense to score. Um, they did give up 17 points, and uh, they did cause a fumble recovery, but no sacks. Um, Los Angeles inexplicably continues to win. Um, yeah. So we're, we're not quite sure what's going on there. Um, and, uh, you did not put in Ryan Tannehill. I didn't, I did not have to. I was happy about that. Although, uh, you know, luck had 23 Tannehill with a very Tannehill like 14 and a half. Yes. So, uh, made the right choice there. Yep. So yay, yay <laughs> us both picking you to win on that one. 
All right. I, uh, one I think I, I prognosticated as a close game, actually, it was pretty close. Project Badass with a 124 to 109 victory over Make It Pink. Yeah, that one was close. Um, we said it would be close. Um, we, we went down the line. Uh, we both picked Make It Pink to win, so we weren't wrong there. Uh, but we did say that Roethlisberger would have it all over Mariota. Uh, yeah, 300 yards passing, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Five Monster. touchdowns. Um, we said that the Patriots' defense would get turnovers. Um, nope. They had two points. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs' defense against that Roethlisberger, minus four. You know, exactly like we said, Roethlisberger for badass would have a direct impact on the Chiefs' score with Mega Pink. And uh, boy, did he. Uh, we said Ezekiel Elliott would go off. Uh, looking here, and I don't believe Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, no, he did. Look at that. Yeah, 138 and a touchdown, yeah, 25 points. Right there. I was going to say, I didn't see him up in the running back. Nope, down in the flex. Uh, Ingram, again, scored well. Um, yeah, I mean, just make it pink. You gave it your all, but I guess your all wasn't good enough. No, solid game, but um, you know, big game out of Crabtree, monster game out of Roethlisberger, and Project Badass gets a win in the win column. Yeah, which doesn't help us because we both picked Project Badass to lose in the lose column. So how do we do in the next game with Tucker's Luck with a very sound beating of the monkey, one thirty-one to ninety-one? Yeah, the monkey kind of got taken out back and smacked. Um, spanked, if you will. Spanked the monkey. <laughs> uh, we said the Jets' defense would be big at home against the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we said that Matt Forte uh, would get his yards against the Seattle defense. Yeah. Uh, we said that Jason Witten would have a diminished role. Seven receptions for 47 yards is not diminished. Uh, we said Carson Palmer uh, would have a bounce-back day. He had basically a pedestrian 16.4. Uh, the TD kind of negated by the interception and he's been ruled out for this week's game with a concussion that doesn't help your cause um mr monkey no monkey does not have a backup quarterback on the roster right now and uh what i can tell you is uh you know we kind of we were joking i was joking said the redskins d would score maybe four touchdowns they did not score four touchdowns they did have an interception two fumble recoveries so you know pretty good win there over cleveland and uh as for the picks you picked the monkey. I picked Tucker's luck. I've been picking the monkeys. He's failing me. Let's see what I picked this week. It makes you a monkey's uncle. I feel like one. Well, no uh, no problems for Dixie Landings. 152 to 112 over the Dapper Donalds. Yeah, uh, we we asked whether it would be Fitzmagic or Fitztragic. Fitztragic reared its ugly head. 11.6 again. Hey, he had half as many interceptions as the week. Yeah, that was three. <laughs> Uh, we said that the Broncos defense would be huge. It was 17 points is a monster game, but the yes. Bengals had 15 points basically because they were playing a Miami offense that was incapable of moving even like they, they couldn't move their surface pros, let alone the ball. Um, yet you, Bill Belichick had a better, better choice for moving the surface pro. Anyway, uh, we <laughs> said that Drew Brees would be huge. He actually kind of wasn't. The two interceptions kind of rained on his parade 270 yeah, yards. Only, is, only 200 yards. I mean, it's a little pedestrian. I would have thought that he would have more than that, but I think that had to do with New Orleans really benefited from some field position. Um, looking again at what we said, Goskowski, uh, a kicker, um, he had one attempt at a field goal and he missed it. So he was negative points. 
I clearly remember predicting Julio Jones for 52. You clearly remember saying Julio Jones would not be denied, and you were totally right. <laughs> you did not say 52. I probably didn't say 52. I thought he'd have a big game. That's a record. 300 game yards and a touchdown, 12 receptions. Yeah, Julio Jones a beast. No one is going to beat a team that had Julio Jones last week. So, yes, congrats to the Alligators, which neither of us picked. We're on fire. Yeah. Another pretty close game. The Snuggly Ducklings fall to Totally Radical Islam, 126 to 113. Yeah, I mean, looking at this, we we, we didn't really have much to talk about in this game. Um, I did say that LaShawn McCoy would get bottled up by that Patriots defense. Yeah, he kind of wasn't. Uh, the 22.8, 70 yards, reception. Uh, for touchdown he had, he was touching the ball left and right um really new england had no no answer for what LaShawn was doing uh and uh we kind of picked cam newton for the ducklings to have another great game 165 yards in touchdown um yeah not very cam like and and on that touchdown i mean did you see it he kind of didn't pulled he, he he stopped like at the goal line and when i say stopped like he ran to the goal line and stopped so he got popped by a linebacker. And now, good on him to, as he went down six feet past the goal line, <laughs> to reach his long arm out and actually score. But that was weird. I, I, he hasn't really been the same since that game in Denver in week one. No, and uh, someone putting up Cam-like numbers, uh, A.J. Green on the other side, 10 catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown. 34 points to help out totally radical Islam. Yeah, I mean, Ducklings got a lot of help. DeMarco Murray, 25.9. That's big. Um, you know, look, looking down, I mean, they had a pretty solid lineup until you get to, um, you know, the flex players. Um, Sneed and Smith kind of kind of fell down a bit. But, um, yeah, uh, totally radical Islam was picked to win by neither of us. We're on fire. Yeah. Well, Shoreline Taproom, not exactly on fire, but yet enough to win. Yet again, 111 to 103 over Norwegian Oil Rigs. Yeah, this was another one where we were split. Um, you said the Taproom would pull it out. I thought the Rigs would actually pull it out. Um, you were correct in picking the Shoreline Taproom. Um, said that the Vikings' defense um, would make life miserable for the Giants, and they, they did. Uh, interception, fumble recovery, and only 10 points against. Uh, I was going big on the Jameis Winston, Todd Gurley train, and the two of them did not combine to score more than Phillip Rivers. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we said defenses would be the key. Panthers defense really laid an egg, minus one point, 48 points against. Yeah, that hurts. Ah. They lost the defensive matchup by eight and uh, lost the game by about eight. Yeah, so that, I mean, that, that, was key. that really is the difference. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the way that it is. All right, so uh, reviewing our standings yeah. after making those picks, how, how are we looking? Well, after week three, I was still plus one. Um, after the picks, you were three and four. After the picks, I was three and four. So I remain <laughs> one game up on you. All right, before we jump into this week's prognostication, let's look at the league standings. Right now, we have Scott's Cruisers and the Tap Room, both sitting at 4-0. and I don't want to look at the standings anymore. <laughs> Metroville Heroes, the Alligators, the Dapper Donalds, and Radical Islam all at three and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can keep so, reading. I was just going to comment that I believe we have six teams making the playoffs. Those would be your playoff teams if the league ended today. Yep. Which would be really weird to only play four games. It would. That would uh, be unusual. That would be a um, <laughs> Disney podcast fantasy football first. That would be. 
Uh, at two and two, Tucker's Luck and the Norwegian Oil Rigs right on the outskirts of the playoffs. Keep reading. A little bit of work to do for the one and three teams. Project Badass, Make It Pink, and the Ducklings and Team Monkey. No. Uh-huh. All at one and three. Yep. And? And we also have you and Andrew. Oh. <laughs> Still looking for that first win. Do we play each other? I might win. Let's take a look. Let's let's see who's, who's facing who in week five. <laughs> that would be awesome if you guys do. Well, I'm going to start at the top of my app here. Yep. So we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep you in suspense. Yep. Um, I'm three and one. Metroville Heroes taking on the three and one Dixie Landings Alligators. Yeah, I mean, looking at your lineups, and again, we're recording this on Wednesday, so things can change um, as news comes out. Um, I did hear already that Carson Palmer is not going to be playing on Thursday night. Um, that might actually impact your team with the Cardinals defense. I know you're playing San Francisco. San Francisco might actually, you know, be able to get the ball with your backup quarterback playing for the Cardinals, not your backup quarterback. But, um, yeah, I mean, just looking at the matchups, I don't know if he's going to swap out Fitzpatrick for Aaron Rodgers. I, w- I would um, you think? for the Sunday night game. <laughs> um, you can't put in Corey Fleener because he's on a bye. Um, so I can't get it wrong this weekend. No, but you, know, but you might actually work out a little bit with uh, Johnson. Um, the Arizona running back might get a little bit more of a heavy dose uh, with Carson Palmer out. Uh, looking at also Laguerre Blunt um, not getting bottled up against Cleveland like he was against Buffalo. Uh, Julio Jones, though, <laughs> it's not going to be. I'm going to prognosticate here. He will not get 50. No, he won't. Not against the Denver D. Um, that's, this is not going to happen. Uh, Landry against Tennessee might actually be the top scorer for the Dixie Landings Alligators. But, you know, it's, it's funny. He's got the Broncos D going up against his own wideout. So another one of those cases where the defense is actually playing an active player on the same team. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think just given the way that the schedules are lining up, um, I'm going to have to go with you this week. Yeah, you know, look at the names up and down the, the list, and as you start to say, okay, he matches up with him and, and this and that, I, I do think our lineups are pretty close. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Uh, I, I don't know what Dark was going to give him at running back, and I think that against uh, me having Johnson there at the lead back position could be the difference. And so I am also going to pick the Metroville Heroes for a win in this one. Nice. All right. See if the monkey's going to let me down again yep. this week against Project Badass. <laughs> this one by the website, uh, again, current lineups as of Wednesday, has Project Badass winning by about three. Yeah, I mean, as the aforementioned, uh, Carson Palmer will need to be pulled. Um, so that's nearly 22 points um, for Monkey as being projected, and he's pro- projected to lose already. Um, looking at the backup quarterback situation, uh, it's Dak Prescott, which, again, not bad. No, he's been doing a lot better than I think people expected. But he doesn't score. I mean, he scored last week, but he, you know he 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 just he doesn't turn the ball over. He's a very good NFL quarterback, not a great fantasy quarterback. Um, so he'll be in there. Um, you know, and there's a lot of injuries and a lot of buys coming for Team Monkey uh, this week. Um, I really don't think he can count on uh, uh, Henry. Uh, for San Diego, scoring that much against Oakland. Oakland's defense has actually come on in the last couple weeks. Um, even though they're still giving up yards for weeks, um, they are coming up big when they need to. Emmanuel Sanders might score 50 for Monkey. <laughs> it's a big defense, number. Yeah, Atlanta's defense does lead a lot to be desired. However, Ben Roethlisberger playing for badass. Um, playing the Jets. Ah. Uh, 
the Jets have had one good game this season. Remember how I told you the Jets don't win in Kansas City? Yeah. The Jets don't win against the Steelers. No, they don't. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some there's something about once they cross the Delaware River, uh, <laughs> they just can't they can't do it. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's in Pittsburgh and New York. No, or if they played in London. I mean, they just never beat Pittsburgh. It feels like no, it really doesn't. Um, I'm gonna have to pick the badass with here. Um, the Patriots defense will be very upset after being shut out at home for the first time since 1993. Think about that. Uh, Gronkowski, who knows if he's going to play? Kind of doesn't matter. Patriots defense is going to be there. Um, and uh, like I said, basically Roethlisberger and the Pats D. Uh, you, you know, he's got he's got a kicker on a bye. I don't even think it, I don't even think it matters. Uh, to tell you the truth, um, you know, it, there's actually quite a few buys here too um, for the badass. But um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with them. Yeah, he may get Des back this week. That's a possibility, uh, which would offset a little bit of that Dak Prescott going into the lineup. Um, and I'm with you. I, I look up and down. Palmer out injured. Martin out injured. Baldwin by. Graham by. I, I think it's too much for Monkey to overcome. I've been picking him every week, and he keeps losing, so I'm going to pick against him this week. So <laughs> maybe I'll get him a W by doing that, but I'm going to go a badass as well. You have the power. I'm the commissioner. Mm. Of course I do. Nice. Good to know. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see if Scott can get another win. We got Scott's Cruisers taking on the Dapper Donalds, who, uh, as of recording time, do not have a quarterback. I guess it'll be Carson Wentz coming off the the bench. So put Wentz in there in the lineup, and the projection has the Cruisers by four. All right, yeah, looking at the lineup, you get Carson Wentz returning. Uh, You got Larry Fitzgerald. Um, uh, San Francisco's defense scares nobody. Uh, um, Levy on Larry Bell. Le- yeah, Larry. That's, that's right, Larry Legend. And I, I almost said Larry Bell for Levy on Bell. <laughs> um, again, uh, Jets' run defense is good, but very good. But when it gets to the second half, if the Jets keep turning the ball over, it doesn't matter who's at running back. They're going to get yards. They're going to get touches. Well, and the other thing is Bell's pretty good at catching the ball out of the backfield. He is. And I think I think he'll burn the Jets maybe more through the air than he does on the ground. Yeah, I mean, looking, I don't think Gotzkowski gets uh, minus one again. Um, and uh, and looking at Wentz playing Detroit mm, after a bye week, Carson Wentz has been tearing it up, really. He's done really well, including against Pittsburgh. Um, so, yeah, that that's... That's that's a strong lineup for the Donalds, but looking at Scott's cruisers, um, Matt Ryan, I don't think he I don't think he throws for five hundred against Denver. Um, Probably not not in Denver. No, um, Odell Beckham Jr. might throw five hundred tantrums by the time he gets to the game Sunday night at eight thirty. Uh, you got Chicago's one wide receiver seemingly playing against Indianapolis's like high school squad backfield. So that's interesting. Uh, Greg Olson, very interesting because we're not sure yet as of this recording if Cam Newton is even going to play for Carolina. He's in the concussion protocol. So we don't know who's going to be throwing the ball to Greg Olson. Um, Texans D is playing Minnesota. Actually, Minnesota has been able to generate almost no offense lately. They've been doing well. They've been winning. But they're not doing it very pretty. Um, Yeah, they went ugly. I, I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched, but there's there's just some star power and some matchups that I like on the Donalds, so I'm going to have to go with the Donalds. If, uh, if Scott Screw is going to win, it's going to be from a big game out of Jeffrey and probably a big game out of Carlos Hyde. 
uh, you know, in San Fran. Like you mentioned, uh, no Carson Palmer on the other side of the field could sway that time of possession, and, and San Fran's probably going to want to pound the ball. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I think the matchups are going to make Scott Cruiser struggle a little more than they would otherwise be used to. So I'm also going to go with the Dapper Donalds. All right. This is an interesting one. Are you ready, Paulie? Mm. Your music marauders mm. are favored against the Snuggly Duck. No, I can change that. Um... Well, <laughs> I'm looking down our lineup, and right now there's uh, there's two people on by, so that's the only reason. Yeah, there's yeah there's two people on by, but like I said, Cam Newton is the quarterback for the Ducklings, and we're not sure if he's going to be out of concussion protocol. Um, I I actually hope he is. Um, but at the same time, if he's not ready to play, he shouldn't. I mean, looking down the list of the bench, Kirk Cousins, uh, Washington, playing playing against Baltimore in Baltimore. Baltimore really doesn't like Washington. They really don't like Washington. Um, I actually would be. No, but they- Baltimore is historically strong, and uh, kind of like the Jets, in the front seven, and they struggle a little bit in the secondary. Right. So if Kirk Cousins struggles in Baltimore, it's probably due to pass rush. And and that absolutely could be. And plus, Kirk Cousins has not played like he played last season yet in a single That's game. That's true. Um, I would actually be shocked if she keeps the Rams defense out there against Buffalo um, and not put in the Steelers defense. Although, looking at my lineup, you know, I got Tyrod Taylor. I got the Bills defense. It could be a little bit of gamesmanship, you know, trying to put in, you know, to counteract the Bills. Uh, but that's that's either going to be feast or famine. Um, I did make a free agent pickup. Um, I picked up Inunua. You know, I'm hoping that he gets some catches because uh, Decker, is he still out with the shoulder? He is. He could be out for a while. Yeah. Too. So, you know, he's now all of a sudden the number two. He's a big guy. He can make the catch. Um, that help, and, helps your lineup and hurts hers because Decker's on her bench. Right, exactly. Um, so that helps me. Um, I'm hoping Edelman has a bounce-back game with Mr. Tom Brady um, at quarterback against Cleveland. Um, Chris Hogan, uh, whatever. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything for me, but he usually catches three times and a touchdown. So I'm hoping that continues. I will play the Bills' defense every week. They're not on a bye. Um, they, they, they just they've been scoring lights out for me. Um, and you know, they have Walsh kicker for Minnesota. Who, eh, who cares? He's not doing anything. Minnesota's not scoring anyway. Um, I'm going to have to pick myself. Yeah. It'd be interesting to say, I don't know if you're planning on using uh, woods. I know your bills heavy as it is, but Hogan not giving you much. Uh, I don't know if Uzama, is that how you pronounce that one? Uzoma. Sounds like a character. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, sounds like a character on the line guard. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't I mean, know if he's staying in your lineup. Well, tight ends are few and far between. Um, you know, I have, I yeah. have my tight ends on the bye. Um, Julius oh, Thomas okay. was injured, played for Jacksonville, yep. and then I so I picked up his replacement, and then now they're on a bye. So yeah, I got I got to make some moves, um, but yeah, I mean likely I'll just keep him in there. This is where the bye weeks start to hurt people. So it's it's you know seeing what's on the wire, maybe getting lucky for the week, and you know I think the bye weeks are going to hurt the Snuggly Ducklings, but I think she has enough off the bench, maybe. Uh, Get, get a little bit lucky with some of those choices. I'm going to pick against you. You're going to fall to 0 and 5. All right. I mean, the the only move that I might do, I might put in Woods um, and swap out Austin. Um, I, I am not a believer in LA's passing attack. Tavon Austin has not lived up to his giant contract that he signed in the offseason. They've been giving him the ball basically on reverses. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Nothing like uh, <laughs> three carries for 28 yards. <laughs> Solid game. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that might be the only move that I make. Victor Cruz, he's just going to get killed in Green Bay. Uh, it just, yeah, that's kind of a disappointing thing. Yeah. All right, we'll see what happens there. Moving on, another game affected by a few players out on the bye. 
the Fran Dogs taking on Make It Pink. Yeah, we have a battle of uh, teams with one win between them. Looking at the matchups, um, man, just there's a lot of Jets. I see a lot <laughs> of Jets. I see a lot of Giants. I see a lot of non-scoring players um, for the Fran Dogs. I mean, really, I mean, you could put in Matt Stafford against Philly, but do you really want to put anybody against that Philly defense the way they're playing? Um, he's got Terrell Pryor on the bench. Might put him in just because he might be actually quarterback by the time that uh, right. the game rolls around, or at least halftime. Um, you know, definitely swap out Hearns. He's on the bye. Um, Eli against Green Bay. Green Bay's defense has played a lot better, although they're still really soft up the middle. Um, but the Giants seem to have no running attack. So, eh. yeah, it's just, uh, you know, looking to make it pink. Marcus Mariota against Miami. Miami's just not good at all. They, they seem to have lost any passion for life. Um, going to have to swap out the defense. Chiefs D is on a bye. Um, Ezekiel Elliott um, playing Cincinnati. <sighs> Cincinnati's got a good defense, but I, it, Ezekiel Elliott seems to be that kind of player that it doesn't matter. Um, you know, he, he runs hard. He runs well. He, he finds the holes that the line makes for him. Um, Ingram's going to have to come out. They're on a bye. Um, I see she has Nick O'Leary, who I guarantee is good for three snaps and one catch. But that's it. It won't be a touchdown. Um, well, McKinnon's starting in Minnesota now, so that's an opportunity to get him in the lineup. Yeah, but they aren't scoring. It's like Minnesota well, wins their game scoring 10 points. He will outscore Ingram. Well, this is true. This is very true. <laughs> Um, I, I'm sorry, Andrew. I cannot pick you. I have to pick Make It Pink. Yeah, I'm looking up and down. I think it's going to, you know, as the the website's projecting right now, a pretty low-scoring game. I think Baltimore probably holds Reed down a little bit more than what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Andy Reed's playing? Uh, no, that would be uh, oh, Josh. Josh Reed. Sorry. That'd be Josh Reed, his son. Uh, <laughs> Ezekiel <think> Elliott. So. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, I think, may struggle a little bit in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of this is going to come down to lineup management. I think, you know, if Jennings is playing back for New York, uh, if Andrew swaps out Hearns and Gates and, and Ivory and gets some action from Pryor or That's some big Powell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I think he's got a chance to, to win the game. Oh, so look at you. I am going to say you will be the last team at own, undef- uh, I'm sorry, last team at winless you, on the year. Just say it. I, I will be the last defeated team. You will be the last defeated team. As Andrew gets off the schneid, no. gets a close victory. Not a chance. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. A game that I am going to predict will be a little bit more high scoring. <laughs> the Norwegian Oil Rigs taking on Tucker's Luck. Yeah, that wasn't the game that I picked up. Um, <laughs> a game that will be a little bit more high scoring. The Shoreline Tap Room taking on Totally Radical. No, Islam. I closed it and opened up the other one. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick either one of those intros. <laughs> All right, looking at the two and two oil rigs against the two and two Tucker's luck. You got Jameis Winston who had one good game week one. Uh, you had Brock Osweiler who had one good game week one. Uh, yeah, um, playing the Carolina defense grudge match. They don't like each other. Brock Osweiler playing in Minnesota in that awesome new glass palace that they have up there. I don't think uh, either gonna, of those. Go ahead, I'm make your comment. I said, make a lineup a prediction that Winston will not be in the Oil Rigs lineup this week. You don't think so? No, I think Tom Brady's going to come off the bench. I don't know. I was gonna Against get Cleveland? To, I was going to get to that. Oh, then shut up, Dean. <laughs> no, Keep it's going. fine. It's fine. Uh, I had a, I had a whole, 
whole setup and everything. <laughs> no, no, keep going. Keep going. All right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, looking at Jameis, I don't think he's going to do anything because, oh, Brady's back and you're going to be in trouble. Hey, nah, hey, nah, Tom Brady's back. Yeah, that's right. Tom Brady. He's going to throw for 7,000 yards in one game. Can you hear the angels? Oh. I mean, seriously, people people in New England are crying. They're weeping. They're lining up outside of the, the facilities. It's just it's it's just you know their savior's back and it's like that scene in the uh, Muppets uh, movie with, with Jason Siegel when they see him <laughs> yes. outside his gate and the, yes. <laughs> the, the bus goes by <laughs> yes that's right that's exactly right uh, so yeah I, Brady clearly wins the quarterback matchup against Osweiler I don't care how off, how off he's been I think Brady could actually switch it and throw left handed and be better, better than Brock Osweiler um, Todd Gurley against the Buffalo defense that's going to be hard. Um, and I'm not saying this as a Bills fan. The Bills have actually stuffed the run every single game, including against the Jets where they got beat. Um, and they and they get back their best defensive tackle for suspension. Um, he's not going to play the whole game, but ugh, it's not going to be an easy easy go for Mr. Gurley. Um, looking down, uh, you know, Panthers D. I, I don't know what to think about them, but they're playing Tampa Bay. James Winston is th- throwing interceptions left and right. Um, looking at Tucker's luck, Matt Forte, I think he'll actually be pretty good against Pittsburgh, but I think he's going to be catching the ball more than running, which is not his forte. Ah, I see what you did mm. um, Actually, I think the unsung hero for the game for Tucker's luck is going to be Frank Gore. Chicago's defense is deplorable. That's right, deplorable. So Frank Gore might might score 50 points by himself. Um, Seahawks are going to have to get pulled because they're in the bye, but the Titans defense is playing in Miami, and Miami is a basket of deplorables on offense. That, <laughs> that is the matchup. When you're going out to the waiver wire, yeah. and you're like, oh, i got to get a defense for this week, yeah. you're looking for the team that's playing Miami. Yeah. So well done by Tucker's luck there. Yeah, good job. Good job. Um, looking at the matchup, really, um, you know, the Riggs beat me, but who hasn't? So I'm going to have to go with Tucker's luck. Uh, Nick, you know, going, going to three and two. Uh, again, playing the matchups, I think Brady could be monstrous, and, and I think it's the kind of game where, you know, Belichick's kind of holding up that middle digit and <laughs> playing it at the NFL, and he's saying, "Yeah, go ahead, have him sit for four weeks." Uh, Brady might just, he might score, you know, throw throw for four hundred. He might be thirty plus. I have an interesting statistic for you. Sure. Do you know that Bill Belichick has never won as a Patriot coach in Cleveland? He has never beaten Cleveland as a head coach of the New England Patriots. Wow, didn't know that. They've played twice, so it's a small sample size. Cleveland has never been behind in a game against Bill Belichick's New England Patriots. Well, Manziel to Josh Gordon go off this week. That is astounding to me. And what that (laughs) That also tells me, statistics have a way of evening out. Yeah, so what you're saying is Belichick is actually going to have both middle digits up. Right. Yes. And well, Brady might score 40. Well, he doesn't have a hand free for his Surface Pro because he smashed it against the Bills game. Did I mention one team did not score last week? That was the New England Patriots. Well, he'll be sitting comfortably with both hands inside his hoodie by the end of this game. <laughs> yes, he will. Although the weather's and, supposed to be still pretty nice. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I think, will uh, will make a difference as well. So I'm going to go with the Norwegian oil rigs to actually uh, take down Tucker's luck. Oh, look at us splitting in this. And then they will go to 3-2. and two. They will go to 3-2. and two. Yeah. One a team from that game will be 3-2. and two. I just want to hear you say the Arizona kicker's name. The Arizona kicker's name. Very good. I forgot what his first name is. <laughs> Doesn't matter. K- 
Catanzaro. <laughs> Catanzaro. 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 Oh, that's enough of this foolishness. Manja. What foolishness would you like to hear? Why is Catanzaro a tough one to say? I just, it just, I'm looking at it. I'm like, really? Yeah, he's actually in my other league. He's my kicker. Catanzaro. Catanzaro. And Catanzaro will be getting a lot of field goal attempts because uh, no Carson Palmer equals no touchdowns. No Carson Palmer. <laughs> no Carson Palmer for you. All right, in our last matchup, pretty much a battle of juggernauts here, I'd say. Shoreline Taproom taking on, you say it. Totally radical Islam. <laughs> I know you have fun with that. I do. So what do you think? Well, I picked Shoreline Taproom to get their first loss last week. Shoreline Taproom took a look at me, laughed, and won. Uh, Philip Rivers against Oakland. Uh, that bothers me if I want them to lose. Uh, C.J. Anderson against the Atlanta defense. Oh, that bothers me. <laughs> Jordy Nelson against the Giants defense. Uh, that bothers me. Amari Cooper against the San Diego defense. Uh, Tyler Eifert might play. I don't think so, but he might. Jones playing against the Baltimore defense. That's like the first player. I'm five down. It's the first player that's playing a good defense. Um, looking at totally radical Islam, I think LaShawn McCoy will go off against the Rams defense. Um, I think the Rams defense has been playing kind of with fire. They've been getting a little bit lucky on some of their um, turnovers. And I don't think I, I think the Bills have really turned the corner on the t- turnover department. Zero turnovers against the Patriots, which is incredibly different from what I'm used to seeing. Um, you know, looking down the totally radical Islam's line, uh, Derek Carr against San Diego's defense, that's fantastic for Carr. Um, A.J. Green for Cincinnati's playing Dallas's defense, that's good for A.J. Green. I, this score right now is predicted to be 127 to 109. This might be 200 to 210 um, with the way that some of these players are lining up, but I I, I can't pick against the, t- the tap room again. Let me say that again. I can't pick against the taproom again. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Michael for the win. Yeah, again, I'm looking for Cook's replacement down here. It could be Randall Cobb you know, against the Giants defense. That could be a nice guy to pull off the bench. Uh, why would you sub out Carr? Dalton, is uh, he's got two great options at quarterback, so uh, he's going to be solid there. Yeah, McCoy, the Rams have a, a pretty good D-line, so it'll be interesting to see if McCoy is doing more damage uh, in the air on the ground. But... He seems to get his one way or the other. So I can tell you, McCoy's been running a lot more on the edge, and he's been catching the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. So once he turns, once he goes past the line, the other thing they've been doing is they've been hitting him on slants. It's incredibly hard to hit LaShawn McCoy square anyway, but if you get him running away from you, <laughs> and he catches well, the ball. The it's, it's, so I, I think he's going to put up the yards, but if he, if he gets 120 yards, I don't think it's going to be 100 on the ground. I think it might be... 70 to 80 on the ground, another yep. 50 through the air. Yep, could be. Um, so he's, he's going to do what he does, and you know that helps to balance out Anderson. You know, Green versus Nelson, those are both elite wide receivers. It's, it's as you start to get down the flex position that's going to make me pick the shoreline tap room because I think Matt Jones, although a lot of it was in the fourth quarter, finally turned, uh, turned in a good game last week. Yep. And I think Howard has a great opportunity against Anderson. Uh, Indianapolis. So I'm going to go with the tap room to move to 5-0. and oh. All right, so we're the same on there. And then just, just to note, the two Matthews that Tadale Radical Islam has on the bench, um, they're both playing in Detroit because they're both on the Philly, and usually teams just, play in the same place. Well, they're brothers. From another mother? 
<laughs> but that that actually leads to some interesting choices too, because Detroit's defense not good. All right. Well, we will check back, see how we did with our picks, see how we did with our squads, and Polly. Good luck in week five. Everybody else, good luck. We will check in next week. Yeah, definitely. And uh, if you are watching the games, feel free to use our hashtag BABFFL. Um, I will be back watching the games this week after a brief hiatus. Took a wonderful trip into New York City. Ate at Carmine's. Oh, my God. That was so good. So much food. So fat. Um, and then we walked so over. So touristy for you, though. Yeah, yeah. We did, we did the tourist thing. Uh, we went to Carmine's. We did park at the Port Authority. That's not something that tourists do. Um, parked at the Port Authority. Um, actually, you know, little known local fact, that is one single price all day. And you're basically in the heart of Midtown when you park at the Port Authority. And it has its own lane to get back into the tunnel going back to New Jersey. So, nice, yay. And then we went over and we saw Aladdin, which was a DVC member um, showing of Aladdin. They presented at the end that they're going to give the Make-A-Wish Foundation $25,000 to celebrate the 25 years of Disney theatrical productions. Really great thing to be a part of. Got to see the originating genie, which I guess he's the only genie, which is awesome. But got to see the, the original voice of Jafar as Jafar from the film. Oh, nice. So it was really neat because like, when he first started talking, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's Jonathan Freeman. And sure enough, <laughs> it was Jonathan Freeman. <laughs> so really great. Um, but I will be back. My daughter's got a soccer game, but it's at 8 in the morning. Yes, I get to watch all of the football. No, 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 no. That's good. I'd much rather have it then than at 1 o'clock. Because well, on Sunday at 8 in the morning, you might be getting... Well, no, you're probably not yet nope. getting rain done. Nope, not yet. That'll, that'll be later in the day. Depends on the model for Hurricane Matthew. Right now, I've seen some models that have Matthew kind of looping up, bouncing off of, New, of North Carolina, and then heading back to Florida. Ooh. Yeah. That's not, that's not pretty sweet. No, no. And, you know, please, our friends in Florida, stay safe. If they tell you to evacuate, please do. Um, having lived through Sandy, we did not get a evacuation notice. We were high enough, but it ain't fun. But, uh, yeah, stock up, stay safe. Listen to us and tweet, please. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.